Hi, this is Mike Monarski. On Monday morning, we had the opportunity here at SNSN Internet Radio to talk to a couple of folks that uh, are officials with the Griswold Youth Football League and what is happening with the 2020 season. Lots of folks figured it must have been COVID-19 that canceled the 2020 season. Now, you get to hear the real reasons. The set of guidelines... um last Friday and for us as a youth organization it just didn't seem feasible to go through with all the guidelines to have these kids ready for a season um yeah basically you know this the state tells you that you can certainly have youth sports and that you can play that's really kind of a lie it's it they put the buck on the youth organization to have to tell parents now that sorry we can't it's not financially or logistically possible to have a season with all of these guidelines. So unfortunately, obviously COVID is a, a serious thing that we had to take into consideration, but we also felt that we would be able to cohort and have safe practices and be able to get these kids moving and some physical activity. But the CIAC guidelines, which our conference follows, just made, right. it, made it impossible. For example, what, what is one of the things that uh, really made it tough or the toughest to go ahead and continue? Well, the, the timetable for one, um, you know, when you have high school sports. No, you just kind of. Oh. <laughs> when you have high school sports, uh, you know, obviously these kids have been playing for a long time, but in, in youth sports, you know, we have kids that this could be their first year out. So, you know, with the timetable that they put in place, you know, when we could start physically contact with each other, it was limited to only 10 minutes per day per kid. So when you're talking only 30 minutes in a week to get ready for an actual football game, just doesn't seem very safe. That's the other thing. It doesn't make it safe for, you know, besides COVID, football, the safety is a big aspect of the sport in and of itself. So to have an eight-year-old or a nine-year-old that's never played a contact sport like that before and only get 30 minutes of contact a week and then throw them into a game just is it's not right and it's right. it's not safe for them either so so was it an open stadium no 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 uh parents could go is that what they were going to do they encouraged that correct correct so yes so why would you want to have your little kid play football that you can't even, watch them parents couldn't even stay to watch kids to be at practice so now you're going to have parents that are going to have to find find something to do for what practice was only an hour so now mm. they'd have to drop their their child off and then not even be able to stay because then it's too many people and we have in Griswold Youth Football and Cheer we have an average between 180 to 200 youth athletes that's a lot of kids so when you have to cohort them into groups of what was it 15 until September 11th to find the field space for that also and we are just volunteers people you know so to find that many other coaches and everything else to be able to take a group is it's impossible <laughs> right and it's not feasible when if we could utilize multiple fields to have a parent who has multiple children at different age levels if one's practicing say even at the town garage and another's over in lisbon how are they gonna you know get back and forth you know yeah. just logistically mm-hmm. it just wasn't working out and now also with the 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 scheduling 
It was only going to be allowed to, to have, what, uh, like three games for the entire season? Right. Yeah. Because as a youth league, <coughs> you know, by the time high school could start to play, we didn't feel like our kids would be ready as a conference within a two-week time period. So normally we have four weeks before the kids that we feel right. are ready to go. So by the time we start to play, you know, first game wouldn't be until August 4th, uh, October 4th. And it would be a three to four game season. And that's if you don't get a weather date or a rain date because you have Mm -hmm. to be done too by a certain date, right? All games had to be completed by a certain date. So you could only go so far anyway. So even rain dates would potentially mess you up. Wow. Right. Even even the high schools, they have to be done by a certain point. Now, they're still scheduled to play. Whether or not that continues or not, we don't know. Right. Correct. It doesn't look promising. And the financial aspect of it, too. You have to realize that every kid, Grizzly Youth Football provides every uh, football player. And cheer, they get uniforms and such. And Mm -hmm. football players would provide helmet and pads. And all of that every year goes and gets sent out, sanitized, reconditioned, and everything else. So the second one player puts on a helmet, that's going to have to get sent out and sanitized. So if we get canceled... Say we even only get one game in, and the CIAC yeah. says we're done with fall sports. Now we have to spend all of this money to take every piece of equipment. Insurance. You, and insurance, you had mentioned that yesterday during our which conversation. Which that we have to pay anyways. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that runs us about $2,200 for the year. Yeah. So, you know, that we have to pay, and we won't have a season. Right. And when we play home, I mean, it, it costs our league $1,200 for game day between refs wow. and timer and sure. everything else. So. Without having concessions this year, you know, where does that money come from to pay for it? So, you know, financially, you know, we would be putting all this out, but we wouldn't be able to do too much. We had to cancel all of our fundraisers this year, our golf tournament, our beer, whiskey, wine tasting. What? Yep. Had to cancel it all. How are the parents uh, reacting to the cancellation? I, th- I think a lot of them knew it was coming. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we are not last-minute people. I mean, we pride ourselves on starting i mean we start meeting in february as a board and you know we are well prepared for the season and i just felt like it was tough because we waited such last minute but every other day the guidelines were changing everything was wishy-washy and these parents i mean we were up front with them the whole time transparent just letting them know everything and i you know we tried to put it out there that it just may not happen and it's 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 sad too because the the GYF is has been a wonderful funneling system into high school sports wherever these kids decide to go, whether it's Griswold or St. Bernard's, Norwich Tech, Ellis Tech, wherever. And this is where they learn the fundamentals of the game. Now, you have a son. That, we do. We have two. Yep. And, and they started playing when? Very early, correct? Four. When they, they started were flag four. at four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. our oldest, this is his. This would have been his 10th year. Yeah, and this is yeah. his eighth grade year, so he will miss out on his final. You know, we try to do a big thing for those kids because they've been yeah. in the league for so long. You know, we do a senior night, and they walk the field one last time. And because some of those kids, too, because they're surrounding towns, they won't play together anymore because some yeah. will go to NFA or St. Bernard's or Tech. And they're so, all friends. And they're all friends, That's and we're yeah. all really become a big family. So now they've all have these relationships, and some of them this would have been the last time that they would have played together. So it really was not, as parents, I mean, I'm yeah. not going to lie. When I had to hit post, I, I may have cried, like, a lot. Like, <laughs> oh. true, true story. 
I can't say that I blame you. Yeah, you know, so it's, it was tough. It was really tough. I can tell you the one thing that I know these kids are tough. They these are. These kids are tough. I, now I'm not a little guy, obviously, <laughs> you know. I played youth football when I was 10. One game. <laughs> and I went to... I went to, well. I went to practices and I played one game and I was on the on the line. Why? Because I was f- big and fat and you know <laughs> I was a truck. Well, I wasn't as much of a badass as I thought that I was. So I'm on the front line and we're playing New London. And I think the second play from scrimmage, I got something right in the jaw and ended up right on my ass. <laughs> I went home. How was the game? Fine. You wait for next week. No, why not? I'm not going back. <laughs> I don't mind contact, but I don't want to be punched either. Yeah. So, so the kids that you know that do this, and then uh, my stepson played all through Grizzle High School. Yep. And you know he's a big boy too, and 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 he did he did well. He ended up being a team captain, and we were fortunate. And now you see these kids today. You know that's like, what do we do? Right. Well, and especially, you know, hopefully, high school gets because you know it is hard for us, like with an eighth grader. But then there is, you know, you have seniors in high school who this is really for most of them their last football game, really ever in in their football career, I guess you could say. Right. And yeah. that really is, you know, the the implications of this go farther than just this season. You know, it's this is what these kids you know relate to and respond to and this is what keeps them happy and healthy and a lot of them out of trouble and yeah i mean our kids have been going stir crazy since march i mean without being out there with their buddies you know i mean basketball season for us got cut short with all stars and then obviously baseball and now football so what's next what happens next i mean uh i mean I, i don't know if you get any more advance information than any of the rest of us do like when it comes to the CIAC and uh, what they're planning on doing or not planning on doing I mean as as leaders of the league um, what do you what do you do I mean do you throw your hands up in the air and say let's wait or well so we we have a zoom meeting uh, next Monday as a conference um, so far including ourselves there's five towns that have opted out um, I believe there's more to come. You know, our conference, Southern New England Youth Football, I mean, it's hanging on by a thread right now. I mean, I'm not sure if they'll continue to go on or not. And if they do, what that will look like with only just, you know, a few towns in that as far as scheduling and stuff like that's concerned. But um, Monday night, you know, I'm hoping, you know, we'll have an answer one way or the other for the conference sake, you know, whether or not they continue on. One of the things that had been talked about, and I don't even know, if this is something that you guys had talked about or uh, or is even a possibility, has there been the thought of, okay, it's canceled right now, however, maybe move it to the spring? Yeah, I mean, it's tough for... for if, if it's going to be right. I mean, allowed, it's, of course. It's, it's, yeah. it's tough for youth, I mean, just because, I mean, most of our athletes are multi-sport athletes. A lot of them, I mean, are great basketball players, great baseball players. Right. So now, you know, I mean, Little League here starts, you know, they start practice and training in March. So, I mean, you know, I I just don't see that being a possibility with everything else going on. Especially because we're such a community-based organization that that would really put a hit on 
to Little League, you know, so it's kind of like that's their time. And then you'd have, and then again, these poor kids would then have to choose between two sports that they love, and that would make it a hard choice for them, too. Right. And I don't know going forward for next season what guidelines will look like after, you know, hopefully we're on the other side of this and we'll see what, you know, mandates are put in place. But hopefully, you know, we'll have the time to logistically figure everything out a little bit better and be better prepared to hopefully be able to be back to the next season. The the, the reason I even, did you have something? No, I was just going to say that this whole COVID-19 has really put a burden on parents, big time. Absolutely. It's, I mean, it's hard. Not only sports, but now the school situation is mm-hmm. going, I mean, what the hell, you, I mean, some parents, they both work, mm-hmm. go to school two days a week and three days you're home? Yep. Right. <clears throat> How the hell is that going to work? Right. So it's a big impact on young parents. That it really is. And to have these kids just sit around all day, obviously, for us, athletics is important and a big part of our lives. Mm-hmm. So to have kids that really value that time, to basically tell them no, and now whether you're in school or you're yeah. out of school, you're going to sit. You're going to sit there all day. Whether it's home because you're going to be on a computer all day or whether it's behind a desk all day, it's a it's oh yeah it's tough for these kids it and really is and if you don't have kids you don't you don't really get it or or oh. if your kids are have moved on they're older right. and they've moved out you don't i have a 13 year old who's a soccer player she's been playing since she was four and there's nothing right now yeah. and, and 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 her biggest sport right now is pick the cookie that looks best in the cabinet <laughs> right you know yeah it's hard to make them um make good choices and like even for us we're like well hey why don't you got it keep moving you know this time isn't to just sit around but it is hard because they feel like they've worked all this time for something especially our oldest you know you feel like you've worked all this time for something and then now it's just kind of like the rug got ripped right out yeah i mean it's definitely yeah. taking a toll mentally and emotionally with absolutely the kids. yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah you can see the changes in them for sure and that's in a short what six months five months what are we what are we on i feel like the whole since march is a blur anyways so <laughs> you know you know what i think it's funny about it too is that well not funny haha but um, you, you, you look at your kids sometimes as being almost like mature adults, you know, the way they walk around and, you know, their, their, their home or the way they conduct themselves around other people, uh, you right. know, with the pleases and thank yous and, you know, just being, you know, right. polite young men and women. And then you find that uh, they're at home and they're sad. You know, we have a 16-year-old, right? 16-year-olds don't cry, right? Yes, they do. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't care. You know, they they do. 54-year-olds cry too, you know? And um, he looked at me one day and he goes, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. You know, he goes, I don't know what to do. You know, and and he's an Xbox fanatic. Mm -hmm. So he'll play. And his, like, probably like most kids, schedules flip-flop. So, you know, he's up all night, you know. Right. But then there's only so much you can take of that, too. Right. Well, even summer, I feel like we all, you know, have our busy schedules throughout the year. And then the summer comes, and it's like that time where you're like, oh, there's no schedules. We can kind of relax. But now it just feels like we've been on this, like, perpetual time of just kind of, like, being at home that we're all like, this isn't even enjoyable. I mean, we don't know what we're going to do with ourselves. This is the first fall we've had off in 10 years. So, I mean, that's how long we've been a part of this league. So. Mm -hmm. Well, there's going to be a big baby boom after this is done, too. I'm going to get it. Yeah. (laughs) 
So uh, you two be careful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah, that ship has sailed. <laughs> Anything else that you want to tell us about? Uh, I mean, GYF has been such a big part of this community. Like I said, and the re- that's why I brought up when I played, not because I got knocked on right. my butt, but right. because how long that this organization has been in town. Right, absolutely. Right. And, and supporting and most, the children. Most of our board members are all made up of alumni from Griswold. I mean, sure. we, all, we all went to Griswold. Yeah. So. And I mean, we're thankful and we have a good working relationship with the school and the use of the facilities. And without the town and the school allowing us to use our facil- the facilities, we would right. not have a program because we don't have our own facilities. So we are so thankful for that. And, you know, unfortunately, with the guidelines and the stipulations and things that are going on we you know right it's too hard and so even even just handing out equipment we were trying to figure out the logistics of that but you know you have these little tiny heads that you're trying to fit a helmet on they look like bobbleheads for the younger guys so you could put five (laughs) six helmets on the kid before you find one one that fits fits. yeah so what do you have to do every time you take a helmet off you're gonna you're gonna have to sanitize and clean it before you can put it on another kid what do you do with the football when they're down what do you do with the football yeah, you'd have to. It would. I think you'd have to have like multiple right. footballs you're, you're, you're so that you're supposed to have sanitize. multiple footballs. Yeah. Absolutely. There you go. Yep. 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 Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you know, sanitizing the equipment. I mean, just even you know, sleds at practice and the pads and the dummies and all that stuff. You know, so. And um, I think we just wanted our parents to know that like we really did everything that it that it was our hands were tied. We didn't say like this is just too much. Just oh, forget it. We tried every avenue possible mm. to make this happen and we Couldn't just be. in the end our board there's 18 of us in the end the majority of our board was like this is just as much as we hate to say it it's just logistically and financially yeah. impossible i think a lot of parents are going to understand the situation you're in because when you have a little kid like that and you want to play football you want to be there to watch them it's not like right. he's a senior right. in high school and you can't make the game, but he's a little kid. You want to watch him play football. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. If they can't go, little Johnny is not going. Right. Right. Yeah. And, I mean, their grandparents all come to the games, absolutely. too. And, and so, you know, and that's obviously, you know, older people are, you know, higher at risk and everything else. And, you know, the grandparents, they're, they're huge at the games. I mean, every oh, yeah. kid's grandparents are there pretty much. Right. Yeah. yeah. Anything else you want to add? Because so obviously it is not COVID. It that's that was not the deciding factor. So if any right. anybody is out there saying okay, well another casualty due to COVID, you know it's that's not yeah, it. It's we're just the logistics. In the logistics, it's a disappointment. Right, right. I mean, obviously we all you know we're concerned with COVID, but that was not the underlying effect why we had to cancel this. Yeah, Jamie, when I got done talking to you yesterday, I just looked at Melissa and said, it's it's impossible. I don't know how they could do it. Right. And that's when we started talking about Killingly. And yes. Yeah. And there are so many towns that, I mean, and God bless them. They're all, try- they're all trying to hang on because right. they want to Even, even some other towns out there that are, you know, just kind of hanging on a thread to, to play, it's, you know... As a youth sport, we don't have our own facilities. I mean, we don't have that much money to have our own facilities. So, I mean, us and all the other towns are, are relying on, you know, the, the school systems to be able to use their fields. You know, the, the, the town, you know, using town fields and facilities. And, um, you know, obviously schools and towns are, you know, all in a predicament right now. It's a sad situation. And, you know, as... as as people that are in the league and as parents, the only thing you can do is the best you can. 
Yeah. And yep. you guys are doing a great job, obviously. <laughs> and, and and honestly, no, thank you for for reaching out to me. You know, because obviously the information I got wasn't uh, wasn't great. Yeah. And and when you when you I mean I was within what ten minutes or so. It's like <laughs> boom, I'm gonna call that guy. He's wrong. <laughs> fake news. Fake news. And when you gave me the entire story, and then last night after we got done talking, I had such a better understanding. Right. Of why? I think that's mm. what we wanted for our parents to have. Right. It's hard to. And that's send why I wanted you to come email in. Email so. or a text. Yeah, it's hard to convey message, that over that. You yeah. know. Yeah. I mean, we could sit here for days and talk about every guideline and how impossible it is. It's sure. just It's it's a lot. Right. And that's why when I you know got together with the board, you know, I had basically dumbed it down to bullet points, and as you just went down, you know, guideline after guideline after guideline. Mm -hmm. I mean, we just all you know we were shaking our heads like, how are we going to be able to make this work? So if you're just joining us now in the Facebook room or, or on the app, here are the uh, bullet points that we have learned today. Number one, GAYF football canceled for the 2020 season, if you haven't heard it about it already. Number two, uh, not because of COVID, but because of the logistics surrounding uh, what the league would have to do and uh, logistically and financially would not uh, be possible. And number three, uh, uh, don't flush Clorox wipes. <laughs> He's a plumber. He would know. Absolutely. So you want to give your give your business a shout out because God knows you ain't busy. Uh, McGuire Plumbing and Heating out of Allentown. And what's the number to contact you? Eight six zero three seven six three three eight eight. Okay. Appreciate that. You want you want to give a plug for something or? I, I don't I don't have one. <laughs> um, Mom. Yeah. Voluntown. Uh, road and table. True, I do have a blog. I do have a blog. Oh, oh tell us about it. Tell us about it. Well, I actually am starting uh, custom-made travel itineraries. Uh -huh. So basically, if you're going to go on vacation and you don't want to do all the planning, maybe you already know where you're going or where you're staying, I would, you know, find you what kind of restaurants you want to eat at, things you want to really? do. Really? Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yep, so I do travel and food blog. But then this new part is coming soon. It's not officially up and running yet, hopefully by next week. All right. Well, make sure you share that with me. So I oh, can, absolutely. I will. You know, thank that's you awesome. very much. Guys, thank you for yes, coming in. I appreciate for having it. Us. Thank you. All right. Uh, Grizzled Youth Football, unfortunately canceled. Maybe next year will be a different story. We certainly hope so.